Coming up this week on Expedition Retirement, two big investment firms are crying because revenue is down. Can't wait for Greg on that one. What makes the DIY investor finally reach out for help? And Bill Gates just spent $95 million buying this surprising stock. All that coming up today on Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? And hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. My name is Randy Cook. I'm here each week with Greg as we kind of kick around some of the things that you might be wondering about when it comes to planning for retirement. How is this whole thing going to work? You've been getting a paycheck every two weeks, and then all of a sudden that goes away. What do you do? Well, it takes a little bit of planning, and that's why Greg is here. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. It looks like a little bit of falls creeping in. It's football season. We're yeah. about, you know, a couple games into the Buckeyes. You know, the weather's kind of getting, you know, up and down. It's 90 degrees during the day, and then it's 40 degrees at night. So it's feeling <laughs> like a little bit of sweatshirt weather. And uh, pretty excited. I've been traveling around with my, my oldest doing the soccer thing. But this weekend, I am going to get some... Buckeye football tailgating in, Randy, and I'm, I'm swinging for the fences here. I'm going to try to make a homemade pastrami. Oh, my it takes gosh. About ten, it takes about 10 days. Believe it or not, you uh, you soak, uh, you know, you can either use a brisket or um, a short rib. I'm using a uh, beef short rib in a bath for seven days. And it's got a bunch of spices and fun stuff in there. And then after the seven days, you sous vide it. For those of you at home that don't know what that means, you basically put it in a bag mm -hmm. and put it in about 147 degree water for two days. Okay. And then you smoke it for the last six hours, and then you serve it hot. So it's like the hot pastrami rye. So I'm going to do it right for the first tailgate. So whoever swings by, they, you know, I have a big black truck and a, and a gold reserve tent. So if you want a hot pastrami sandwich, nice. Uh, I am your guy. Golly, you just make me hungry every time we start the show. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, people are going to come into your office, and they're going to expect, you know, like this big spread of food that you put together, this, you know, along with retirement planning. That's right. <laughs> I love it. That's right. All right. So. One of the things that we talk about here on the show, Greg's a little bit different. If you listen to any of these kind of shows, you're not going to hear the same thing on this kind of show. And Greg is very, very critical of the financial industry and what they have built for us to try to plan for retirement. But one of the things that I think is kind of funny right now with all the interest rates going up and people moving to safety and people moving to CDs and people moving to money markets Charles Schwab and Raymond James have reported a decrease in revenues due to people doing exactly that. Aw. All right. If given the choice between high returns and high risk or reasonable returns and lower risk, people are choosing the lower risk route. So, Greg, tell me about this. I mean, can we say that that's a good thing? That's not a good thing? Can people actually get their retirement done on three, four percent growth. What do you say? I think it's a great thing. You know, when things become stagnant and can, you know, the same thing happens over and over again, people start to get lazy mm -hmm. or they start to get complacent. They don't start to, you know, think what's really happening, what's going on here. And the market let everyone get pretty lazy with their retirement in a good way, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, last decade was a was an amazing run for everyone, you know, seeing 10% returns and all that fun. And then all of a sudden the market starts getting goofy in 2022. And, you know, when you see, well, how did they lose money? Well, it's pretty simple. They charge roughly 1% on everybody's life savings. Mm -hmm. So when the market goes down, they lose money. 
And when people put their assets into conservative investments, they lose money because they don't get charged. They can't charge their 1% fee a lot of times on a lot of the conservative assets, whether it be annuities or CDs or money markets, all that fun stuff. Because who wants to pay a, a money management fee for your money to be in a money market? It doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. You can do that on your own. Right. And to answer your question, is it enough? And you can't really answer that question without knowing the couple and the yeah. and the family. But a lot of times we see a lot of people navigating retirement very successfully and easily on returns that you'd be, you know, I think really attainable, mm -hmm. you know, four or 5% returns. Usually can let everybody do what they want in retirement for most of our clients. And, and that's something that can bring a lot of relief aside. There's no more downside. There's no more risk. There's no more staring at the stock ticker every morning. And I think that's a, a lot of times what people are looking for. It's not just about numbers, right? It's about your life. And if you spend your whole <laughs> retirement living, waking up to, you know, Fox business, mm -hmm. staring at the S&P or the, or the NASDAQ or, or logging into your, or your account to see where your balances are every day, that can be exhausting. Yeah. And it can be scary. And when the money goes down and you start to have to make all these decisions and questions. And I think people thought they were retired so that they could stop worrying and working. And now they're just worrying and working about other things. So, you know, for a lot of folks, where we like to start is we want to start with just helping people understand that the easiest way to do this is to figure out exactly where you are right now. And most people don't know. Believe it or not, it's shocking when we have people come in and say, hey, how much you got at risk? And they're like, I don't know, probably like half, maybe a little less than half. And we do our market flashlight and it's 100%. Yeah. It's almost universal. Right. People have their entire life savings in the market and they don't even know it. So our market flashlight is a tool we do at no cost for everyone to make sure they understand, okay, today with the holdings you have right now, how many can go backwards? And, you know, that's the analysis. Our, our system will pump out what percentage is at risk. And then we'll actually put some dollars on it because if someone hears 50%, they kind of shrug their shoulders. Oh, okay, half and half. But if we say, all right, what does that mean in dollars? If trash happened again, all right, well, you'd lose $400,000. And they're like, what? What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. With your current holdings, you'd lose $400,000 if that happens again with your current holdings. And they will take a step back and be like, really? Well, I don't want to lose that much. All right. Well, then here are some other options. If you want to reallocate, how much can I have in the market and not only lose that? Like, I only want to lose up to 100000 but I want some upside. Well, here's, here's you know, what that allocation looks like. And the market flashlight really puts a spotlight on just the risk components of it, of, of wondering, you know, here's the risk you're going to take. Here's the upside. Here's the downside. And a lot of times for them, the client pulls those levers, Randy. They can decide how much or how little risk to take. But for most people, I don't think they have that option. You know, when you're at most financial advisor shops, they just assume that their, you know, advisor made some adjustments when they retired, maybe took on a little less risk. And unfortunately, that's not always the case, Randy. You got to really dig in sometimes on your own and do your part. This is your most important financial decision. And sometimes you can't leave it up to luck or hope or assumptions. You got to get the real number so that you can make the decisions for you and your family and that your financial advisor isn't making that risk decision for you. It might be a real relief to you to know you don't have to be a stock picker. You don't have to be a person who likes to run with a lot of risk, that you can be risk adverse. You can say, I don't want to have any part of that market, and you can still be successful in retirement. Greg and the team at Golden Reserve can show you how and find that right mix specifically for you. That's exactly what the market flashlight does. Uh, give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We'll talk through it. We'll build a roadmap for you at no charge. Now, there are a lot of you out there that are listening to a show like this because, one, you know you need some financial help and you haven't sought it out yet. Number two, you're doing this yourself, 
and you're wondering, am I missing something? Well, according to the studies, about 30% of you go through life and you manage all your things yourself as far as your finances are concerned. But when you start getting toward retirement, the studies also show then people start moving towards some financial help. And by the time people get into retirement, over 50% of people have some kind of a financial professional in their life. So, Greg, what is it that you go from the person who is spreadsheet guy and you're doing it all yourself to a person who says, I don't want to do this anymore. I want somebody else to do it for me. I think there's a difference. You know, the old adage, there's a difference between wisdom and knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I think the older folks get, the more life they live and the more situations they see. Unfortunately, a lot of DIYers equate success to making money. Okay. So so like if the market goes up and they make some money, they're like, I, I manage my own money. See, look at this. I made some money last year. Mm-hmm. And that's really the easy part. You know, when it really comes down to it, the, the riding the market isn't really rocket science. You know, most of those folks aren't beating the indexes. You know, almost everybody that comes in, it's a DIYer. They don't beat the indexes, Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, they're, they're trading and they're moving. They're making these moves and reading the newspaper and trying to do what people that are paid billions of dollars do. And, you know, it's almost ironic that they think that they can beat the system that the smartest people in the world can't beat. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's because they create their own benchmarks. Mm-hmm. You know, if they make money, they consider it a win. Oh, yeah, I made I made $100,000 last year. Well, it's like... All right. Well, how much did you invest in? <laughs> right. You know, you had two, you know, how much did the market make? Right. And they kind of get focused on the blinders of just investments and the DIYers continue to just kind of focus down that road. And I think when we sit down with folks and and try to, you know, challenge some of those conundrums, uh, one is that they handle everything. So if something happens to them, their spouse is in the complete dark on how everything is set up, where everything is at. It puts their spouse in an incredibly difficult position not to have that glue, that quarterback in the middle that can help maintain a plan through any kind of, you know, disruption. If there's a cognitive issue or a, a death, um, you, you have that team that can help transition, not just to the first generation, but maybe the next generation. And, and I think that's something that gets overlooked um, because that's when a lot of money gets lost. When the vultures come in that you didn't choose, that you didn't you know, facilitate what happens now if something goes wrong. And then after we're both gone and then the, the financial advisors, the, the wolves come in and they start you know, picking at the bones. And I always warn folks, it happens in the legal industry. It also happens in the financial industry. Do you see and, anyone who comes in, Greg, who has done really well on their own? And they say, OK, I've rolled up a million dollars or a million and a half or two million dollars. And then they go. But you know what? Retirement is different. It's I, I could lose when I was 35 and 40 and 45 and the money went backwards. But now the stakes are higher. I would like to turn this over to somebody else because this kind of scares me. I'm over my skis. Sometimes. I mean, when you have someone that has some, you know, I think they get a little tired of doing it or dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it usually happens not so coincidentally after 2022. Okay. Like w- w- when they finally take some lumps and they're like, you know what, this is probably, I had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to hand it over and, yeah. and maybe, you know, take some of the chips off the table. But the key here is to realize there's a reason we have, you know, seven years of school, you know, for attorneys. And there's, and there's a reason we have you know, systems in place and, and have, you know, spent tens of millions of dollars over decades building these, you know, processes for retirees and that you can't just figure it out on your own. You know, can you invest some dollars and make some money? Sure. But what happens if one of you go in the nursing home? You know, do you have a plan for that? What if, mm-hmm. how are you going to take money out of your IRA? Do you have a tax plan for that to, that, that changes every year? Then that's managed. You know, does someone do your tax returns? Maybe do that too. But 
when we line it all up and show all the new investment options, I mean, we have, you know, obviously thousands of, of vendors and, and people at our disposal that are sharing us the latest and greatest at all times. That's what you're paying for, mm -hmm. right? You're paying for an expert to do it for you. And I think that is the right idea for the most important financial decision you'll ever make. And, you know, having that person that you know has done it hundreds, if not thousands of times for thousands of families, I, I think that's, you know, where we try to land. And I think that's why 50% of the people start chipping over to the other side of the fence and saying, you know what, I'm going to have someone handle this because it's no longer just investments. There's tax issues, there's legal issues, okay. there's, there's, there's social security calculations, there's all types of new laws being changed all the time because Uncle Sam's trying to take more and more of the retirees' money from that baby boomer generation. Who can protect me? Who can guide me? Who can help me in retirement? And I think, unfortunately, most financial advisors don't do a great job. You know, they basically just kind of jump in where that DIYer was and just start managing their investments. Mm -hmm. And that's not enough. It's just not enough to, to, to truly guide and protect the family in retirement. You got to do all three. And that's why under our system and under one roof, we have obviously the in-house attorneys, the in-house CPAs, our, our retirement planners, and we all kind of work together to build that roadmap first. I mean, the roadmap is the most important tool, Randy, you know, because it attacks the four biggest risks of retirement, which are long-term care, obviously fees, taxes on your IRA, and then last but not least, the market, which everyone obviously is familiar with. And it's the one that almost everybody exclusively focuses on. And it's important, right? You want the right, you know, level of risk. But once you build the fence around all those things, then we have the income conversation of what do you need to actually live your life? And then you can kind of back your way into the investments from there because you only want to take on as much risk as you need. It's like you only need to drive as fast as you need to drive to get where you want to go on time. And, you know, if you're speeding or going way too fast, you know, that's when accidents happen. Well, if you're doing this all on your own, there comes to a point where you might just get tired of it. Or you look at that number and said, man, I've done really well, but I'm in a whole different dynamic here. All of a sudden now I've got to start taking money instead of putting money away. And you're doing exactly what the investment industry is doing, focusing nothing but on the investments. But in retirement, there's a whole bunch of other boulders that you're going to have to deal with. We talk about them every day here on Expedition Retirement. They will talk to you and talk through it with you as we build a roadmap for retirement. We do that for you at no charge. Your investments are not a financial plan, okay? That is just a group of investments, and you've done great. Let's give it some purpose. 855-546-2074 is our number. 855-546-2074, or find us online real easy, getyourroadmap.com. All right, Bill Gates spent $95 million buying this particular stock. We'll talk about that. Plus, we have a young lady. She's 30 years old. She looked at her financial advisor. She says, I want to be a millionaire when I retire. And he gave her some advice. Let's see what that advice is. Coming up on Expedition Retirement. What's your biggest debt in retirement? For most of you, it's not your home mortgage. It's your IRA and your 401k accounts. You owe Uncle Sam tax on those accounts, and most people have no idea how much. You see, most people just listen to their financial advisor and use Uncle Sam's plan. Wait until 73 and then take out the required minimum withdrawals. But Uncle Sam doesn't let you wait until 73 so that you end up paying him less money in taxes. That's why the Golden Reserve team of CPAs build a tax map for every client as part of our roadmap for retirement process. Your tax map will lay out how much and when to take money out of your IRA so you end up paying Uncle Sam the least amount of taxes possible. 
To learn more about our tax map and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. That's where we can start our planning process. If you don't have an actual retirement plan yet, let's put one together for you. And we do that for you at no charge. As a radio listener, give us a look. GetYourRoadmap.com. All right. A young lady in her 30s writes into Business Insider, asks the advice columnist there, hey, I want to be a millionaire when I retire. And what do I need to do? So he took a look at all that she had sent in, and his advice to her was this. Contribute to your accounts on a more consistent basis. I guess she was in and out. And then develop a strategy for taxes and income. So it's interesting to me that he tells her in her 30s that we have people that come in their 60s and 70s, and we're kind of saying the same thing. You need a strategy for taxes and income. The story doesn't change, does it, Greg? It doesn't. You know, I think about it like in the 30s, they're telling you how to like lose weight, right? Right. I need you to do sit-ups every day, which is putting a little bit of money away. Mm -hmm. Watch what you eat, which is watch your spending. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) And over the course of your lifetime, you'll obviously probably lose some weight and be in pretty good shape. Now, retirement is about maintaining that health. Okay. And if we're going to keep this, you know, metaphor and analogy rolling retirement really it flips where before it's like i want to use the tax advantage counts things like iras and 401ks retirement is about how to take money out of those accounts efficiently and when to turn on income streams so it's the converse but it's still the same idea of having a plan that is responsibly you know i I think what the industry does a terrible job doing is just selling income because it's like randy how does $5,000 of income sound for the rest of your life every month? Yay! Yay! <laughs> and then <laughs> it's such a ridiculous statement because at the end of the day, if someone has, you know, X number of dollars, they're just paying back their own money. <laughs> they're just paying someone to pay them back their own money with like a 2% return for the next 30 years. Right. So you got to be real careful when you get sold income promises, I always kind of, you know, it's, it's always the income dreams, right? And everyone's like, you know, oh, I, I just, you know, I, I just want to make sure I have enough income. And then we sit down with them, all right, well, explain to me kind of what's going on. You, it seems like you have Social Security turned on. You both have Social Security. Awesome. Oh, I see your wife has some STRS. She's a teacher. I see your house is paid off. And, you know, you guys, you know, walk me through this. It looks like you have, you know, roughly, you know, three or $4,000 of income a month right now. And you said you want 5000 more. Like, show me your spending. Randy, they're spending like. 750 to 1250 dollars a month so they're netting three positive right so what that does is when people get obsessed with these income numbers it also screws up their taxes because now you have all this taxable income Mm -hmm. you're regenerating off 401ks or off other plans or tax deferred annuities and you're kicking all this income out now you got eight thousand dollars coming in a month it's not a plan at all it's just overwhelming like at some you know juncture i don't need any more toppings on the darn ice cream Mm mm-hmm like, 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 like we got it. And, and I think that's financial advisors know, and they know this very, very, they, they know this fact to a certainty that everyone's number one hot button is running out of money. Mm-hmm. It, it's just no matter how much money you have, if you're a sub $3 million, you know, retiree, they know that you're just worried about running out of money. And if we can promise you, you're not going to run out of money. That's usually checking a huge box and people are going to make some huge sacrifices to probably the amount of money they can make. Obviously some tax planning they could accomplish. If they just sat back and kind of spent the money they had, I always just tell people, you know, you can just take money out of your accounts 
if you need it. <laughs> you know, you don't need to like pay someone to give you your own money back. Yeah. And and that's why we don't do income riders and we don't usually build, you know, really robust income plans. We build retirement plans that then allow you to access money if you need it. And that usually means that you get to keep more money and you get to spend more money. And, you know, from a tax planning standpoint, Randy, we always want to dive in. And I'll take just a couple seconds here to outline one of the most important things that gets overlooked is figuring out how you're taking money out of that darn 401k and IRA. Mm -hmm. This money is getting taxed no matter what. Your half a million, million dollar IRA, it's always going to get taxed. The only questions are when and how much. And if you use Uncle Sam's plan, which is waiting till 73, and that's what a lot of people do because that's what their financial advisor tells them to do, Uncle Sam's going to win. Yeah. Uncle Sam's going to get more taxes than he should have got on your IRA. And what I mean by that is you run into the widows and kiddos penalty, Randy. You've heard me talk about those things almost every week on the show because they're that important. And what it does is that if when one spouse passes, your income, you go to a single filing you know, income tax bracket, guess what? Those are higher. Yeah. A lot of times it doubles. But you got to take the same amount of money out of the IRAs. So that's the first, you know, you know, you lose the couple filing status if you wait too long. And the second is the kiddos penalty where when the asset, the 401k or IRA transfers to your kids, they're usually at their highest earning years and they're taxed at their tax rates, not yours. So instead of being able to get that darn 401k out at 10%, if you had a $500,000 IRA or 401k, you could get it out if you have a plan over probably seven to 10 years on your first seven to 10 years of retirement where you're only going to pay about 10% tax. So let's say $10,000. So out of that, you know, the 500,000, only $50,000 of tax paid is a steal is a absolute steal. But if you wait and use uncle Sam's plan, you can pay as high as 40%. Randy, if it goes through the widows and kiddos penalty, you're going to give away four times as much. You're going to pay $200,000 of your five, almost half your IRA will end up going to uncle Sam because you waited and used his plan of waiting till 73. And then just using the, the, the bare minimum RMDs. There's a reason these things are set up this way, Randy. Why would anyone wait till 73? It doesn't make any sense. The average life expectancy in the United States is 78. Why why would you wait until, you know, arguably statistically the last five years of your life? Well, by the way, you spend less money in the last half of retirement, of course. So why would you wait till the end to then just start, pay, you know, taking out the minimum of something you saved for your whole life? Why wouldn't you want to enjoy that money, use that money, do whatever you want with that money, at least on your terms when you're in your late 50s or early 60s? When we get that thing out, you know, at 10% or 11% or whatever it is, and every case is different based on your income and your situation, but that's why our tax map is a must have, Randy. Every client that comes through our doors asks for it. We deliver it at no cost. Our team of CPAs build it. It shows you when and how much to take out of your IRA each year until it's completely detaxed. We update it each year. This is what it means to have a retirement plan, Randy, not just someone picking investments. That's not what you should be doing in retirement. We call it a roadmap for retirement, and maybe all you have right now is a 401k and a, a, a number of other holdings, but it doesn't have direction. It doesn't have purpose. It's not going to pay you in retirement, and it certainly isn't paying attention to taxes. We will do that with our roadmap for retirement. Everyone gets a tax map, and you can find us at getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. Follow the prompts right there. We'll ask you for a little information, and our team will reach out to you. 855-546-2074 is our number. 855-546-2074. All right, Bill Gates just spent $95 million buying shares of Budweiser. He thinks they're on their way back, so he bought in at a low price. So, Greg, I don't ask you this too much, 
the people that you talk about who come to see you don't seem to me to people that buy stock, sell stock, look for the buys and all that kind of thing. But do you have a certain amount of clients that do that? They look for the sales and they say, I would like to buy this stock. And we do. We don't bet on the ponies. Mm -hmm. You know, our investment strategy is a passive strategy where we essentially ride the indexes at the lowest cost possible and let the, you know, market take care of itself, which, you know, has been proven, you know, over the last 20 years to be a very effective way. That's why index and ETFs have grown exponentially and basically gutted the mutual fund market um, because they're just a very efficient and cost-effective tool. Now, when you talk about Bill Gates, I know it sounds crazy, but $95 million is Not appetizer <laughs> money for Bill Gates. Couch money. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that, that's, that's like throwaway hobby money. Uh -huh. So this is a hobby play mm -hmm. <laughs> for this guy. Right. So for the folks out there that like the stock market, and it's perfectly okay. You know, we, we bang on the stock market a little bit, but we get it. If that's your hobby and you like doing that and you have a lot of fun trying to pick winners, it's fine. Just make sure it's not your life savings, mm -hmm. right? Like if you have an account that you have at Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard or wherever you have it and you like, you know, kind of, you know, doing research and trying to pick some winners that you think are going to bounce back, that's great. You know, and, and, you know, we want, we set up a side account. We don't manage it. Um, we don't advise on it. And we let you kind of have fun with it, you know, and we're happy to talk to you about it. But at the end of the day, it's your call, right? Like those are those are decisions um, that people are going out there and trying to pick some winners. And I, I, I can see the appeal, right? It's no different than gambling. Mm -hmm. You're out there. You're trying to you're trying to figure out, hey, I, I think I have an idea. And I think Bill Gates thinks he has an idea. Um, you know, I, I think <laughs> billionaires and millionaires seem to completely not understand the Midwest. Um, so I think that was how they screwed up with Bud Light and Budweiser at the beginning mm -hmm. of their core base. And, you know, will it turn around? I don't know. I mean, I know our house doesn't have any Bud Light or Budweiser. And we used to always have Bud Light Lime in the summertime. And I know my parents are the same and other people feel the same way. And it's just, you know, we don't want to be mocked. You know, I, I don't think it was the commercial. I think it was the CEO's remarks that he, he kind of was pretty nasty to the base of his clients. And at the end of the day, they're service providers. You're selling us beer, man. Right. You're, you're a beer salesman. Like, do you really need to have an opinion about everything or can you just shut up and sell beer? And they didn't do that. Yeah. And because of that, that finally it kind of got, you know, it was one of the first times it came back to bite them. Same thing kind of happened to Target. And, you know, these are the times where it's like, you know, sometimes words do matter. And, and eventually maybe the world will kind of just chill out and go back to just doing what they do. Like you're a company that sells beer. Mm -hmm. Like, sell great beer and don't really ha you don't really need to do anything else and you know i think we can get into the esg stuff and you know yeah. we get those questions all the time where now they have social obligations and i think that was a terrible thing for america you know i i, I think companies are built to make money and that's what the stockholders want i don't think they want the companies telling us how we should feel about social issues or about politics i think they should be great at whatever they build or whatever they sell or whatever they service and when you start giving the loophole of letting them participate in social or, or, or environmental or whatever the issues are that they can justify to the stockholders now, because now they're not accountable for just profits. They can say, well, we lost some money, but we did all these things that were socially great. That makes it a little gray. And I think a lot of people have written about it, but no one really understands it or talks about it because it's a very complicated issue. But you got to be careful who you're investing in and what their real priorities are. And I think that was a great example of Bud Light of what happens when you miss on one. Well, I, I talked to a retirement planner in Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, one time not too long ago, and I said, are people in, that come into your office interested in this ESG thing and social, you know, uh, investing and that kind of thing? He says, heck no. People who come in here want to buy Budweiser and Smith & Wesson. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got to know your audience, baby. You got to know your audience. Give oh, us a man. call at Golden Reserve. We'll sit down and talk through 
what you want for your retirement. What is it you're trying to do? Where do you want to go? How much money do you want to spend? Let's build a plan like that. We call it a roadmap for retirement. And let's not just cover investments. Let's cover all the things that you're going to deal with in your retirement, including taxes, the fees that you're paying out, the health care, the long-term care, income, all the things that you want in your retirement. Let's sit down and build a plan for all of it. Our number is 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. You can also use our website, which is getyourroadmap.com. Take a break. Come right back with more Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor, 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters that had to work, earn and really save every penny. And, you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out, Randy, if you should fire your financial advisor. Well, there is another way, and Greg has outlined it in his book. Go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We're going to give you a deal right now. If you use the promo code radio and you're one of the first 100 people to do this, you'll get 50% off your purchase. So go there right now, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Coming up on the second half of Expedition Retirement, somebody actually talked about long-term care on TV. It's a big day. We should mark that one. 2% in advisor fees. That seems pretty outrageous, but do you know what you're paying? Add it all up. And just for Greg, we will tie Buckeye football in with retirement planning today. So that's coming up in our last segment. All right. So one of the big boulders that we talk about that can rob you of your retirement money is advisor fees. And you really don't know what they are until you kind of look at it over the long term. One guy who made a career out of trying to lower fees is Jack Bogle from Vanguard. And here's what he actually said about advisor fees. Think about it this way. Let's assume the stock market gives a 7% return over 50 years. If you get the 7%, each dollar goes up 30 times. If you get 5%, that would be the 7% less the industry's typical 2% all-in cost. You get $10. So $10 versus $30. So you put up 100% of the capital. You took the 100% of the risk, and you got 33% of the return. If that strikes you as a good deal, by all means, do it. Does that strike me as a good deal? <laughs> God, I love Jack. I miss him. I miss him. Uh, he was so good. <laughs> he was such a maverick in an industry full of wolves. I mean, he was he he was not well liked, of course. But then he built Vanguard, and you know the proofs in the pudding. You know, index funds. He was he he had the first index fund. Mm -hmm. He saw the writing on the wall, and he said, you know what? This doesn't make a lot of sense paying two percent. And I want to make this. I know Jack said it very concisely and quickly, but what he's meaning is. There was only, you know, $30 of gain, and that person only going to take home, he only was able to take home 10 Which means, and then 20 went to the house. Exactly. Somebody else is taking your retirement. You, you are Two -thirds. funding somebody else's retirement. 
two thirds uh, at two percent, and yeah. I, I think that is what we try to. You know, we, we talk about our fee filter all the time, and mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll talk to it a little bit more in a second. But at the end of the day, people are shocked because they don't know the industry has done a fantastic job. Now they're passing laws every year that have more forms for you to sign, and the financial advisor has to be a different name or a different series license or some other, you know, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day. What would really solve this problem is for people not to be able to deduct fees out of the investment gains and returns Mm -hmm. or gains and losses and deduct fees out of accounts. You have to cut a fee check to your financial advisor every year and including the investment costs. And that would change everything because, Randy, people would actually see, first of all, the dollar amount they're paying their financial advisor because most people are like, I'm paying 1%, whatever. And you're like, you know, that's $12,000, right? (laughs) That's $12,000 you're paying every year. Oh, yeah. Shoot. I didn't think about it like that. Or, oh, you're paying another 1% in investment costs. You have a bunch of mutual funds. What? Yeah. So that's $24,000. And you only got a little bit over a million bucks. So you're paying $24,000 a year out of your gains or adding to your losses in years like 2022 that most people don't ever put one and one together. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like a small number. 1% feels reasonable, doesn't it, Randy? Just 1%. I'm just yeah. asking for 1%. Yeah, it doesn't seem big. But over 30 years, <laughs> yeah, 24,000, or you know, you're, you're at about 250,000 a decade, or let me tell you, 750,000 over a retirement. And that's more for than most people just, have saved. And, and, and that's for someone that has $1.2 million. Yeah. And people are like, that can't be right. I'm like, here's a calculator. You can do the math with me. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what you're paying. And the problem is, is people, you know, see some gains, they see some wins in the market, and they affiliate that with their financial advisor. Oh, they're doing a great job for me. It's like, you know, you could have bought these funds for basically free and paid nothing and had an extra $750,000 at the end of your retirement to go on to your kids and grandkids. And they're like, what? You're like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how fees work. And that's what he's getting at, which is you're putting all the risk. There's no balance in this system where it's like, well, if you lose money, I don't charge anything. Nope, that's not how the system works. It's all upside for the financial advisor, and they still get paid based on the money you give them when you lose. It's a 1% model, and that's where, you know, a lot of people still have their money in that old, antiquated model. The problem, you know, the problem is it's been around like that forever. It used to be 1% in trading, you know, until Charles Schwab came and, and changed how trading was done. Now it's these wrapper fees of AUM, uh, you know, assets under management. And, and at the end of the day, Randy, you know, we think people need to know exactly what they're paying. Yeah. That's how you make good decisions, right? So we have a fee filter that we do as part of every roadmap that if you give us our statements, your financial advisor will not know. I promise <laughs> we're not going to call them. We're not going to go down to their office and tell them that we're doing it. But if you bring your statements into the meeting, we will break down exactly what you're paying both your financial advisor and for your investments. If you have mutual funds and variable annuities, things like that, we'll show you what you're paying and then what the performance is. So you'll see, am I getting any bang for my buck? And compared to the, just what the market's doing, which you could basically ride for free, you know, probably 10 bips. So when we break these things down, it's, it's usually eye-opening. It's a little, you know, concerning. And putting it in context of an entire retirement is how you have to think about that. Because most people, Randy, haven't spent $25,000 on anything their whole life other than their car and their home. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. And they're spending it every year on CHIP, the financial advisor. And I think you have to put some perspective in this if you want it to change. And you have to, you know, start to think a little differently about how you view your financial house. So Jack in that 
clip brought up 2%. And I thought, ah, that's a big number. Two, I mean, 1%, you said it. That doesn't seem like much. Now, 2%, now you're getting my attention. This is Jack Huff from Barron's kind of mirroring what Jack Bogle said, and he mentioned 2% as well. I think you should aim for zero. You can't quite get there, but you can come close. I mean, I saw this analysis by Vanguard, and they say, if you're paying 2% in fees in your retirement over the course of 25 years, that can cost you 40% of the money that you otherwise would have had at the end of that 25 years. I would hope that no one hearing this is paying anywhere close to 2%. All right, so when you do the fee filter, Greg, and you do advisor fees and you factor in investment fees as well can you really get up to two percent or even more i mean randy let's hit the big three that everybody knows this is public data you can go to smartasset.com pull it yourself fact check me okay edward jones charges 1.35 percent up to basically about five hundred thousand. i think it goes to 1.3 after like 250 but let's just say it's around 1.3 to 1.35 for the first half a million okay Fisher charges 1.25, I think, up to the first half a million. You ready for this one? Up to the first 400,000, Edelman charges 1.75. Oh, man. 1.75. And by the way, this is just financial advising costs. This is not the cost of a variable annuity they sell you. This is not the cost of the mutual fund they sold you, which we all know in our industry a lot of times runs around 1%. So add 1% to any of these if they were sold mutual funds and you are north of two percent and and you just got to know you're like i don't greg i don't know of course you don't let us do that for you right no one knows what they're paying unless you have their prospectus you're running your own expense ratios there's nowhere on your statement i this is the biggest crime of all there's nowhere on your statement that shows you the expenses of your mutual funds the expenses of your variable annuities those things are buried they're added to your losses or they're subtracted from your gains and that investment piece is hard. And not to mention, it's not easy even to find the financial advising fees. Those things are hidden at 1% or 1.25 are, are in the quarterly statements. You can't see the real dollars, how they're deducted out. They're on the upside down, page 37, uh, between the disclaimers. You know, you can't find any of them. So all this stuff is, is, is very important because it substantially affects the quality of your re retirement. It, it, it's important because it matters, right? We're not talking about... $10 or, or, or 100 bucks here. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars for someone that has $500,000 in retirement. If you're like, oh, I have 500000 Greg, does it really matter? Yes, it matters. I mean, if you're, if you're paying 2%, just for this example, with the things we showed, you, know, you could easily be paying $10,000 a year for just $500,000 account, mm -hmm. $100,000 a decade, $300,000 of retirement, $300,000 in fees. And we always scratch our heads and it's these relationships that they have that it's almost like Stockholm syndrome. I don't understand it half the time. We are like, you know, this guy's charging $28,000 a year. You know, like how often you talk to him? He's like, he calls me on my birthday. We have a nice yeah, luncheon at the end of the year around Christmas. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we sit down with him once a year and we talk about some of my investments. And it's like, oh my gosh, mm. you know what that hourly rate is? You're, he's making like $6,000 an hour on you. And these aren't financial whizzes, right? This is, you know, I'm talking about, you know, God's country. We're in Ohio, right? This oh. isn't Wall Street. No one's beating the market or, or, or picking derivatives or doing alternative investments. This is just some guy, yeah. you know, allocating the same mutual fund blend everyone else is getting. And he's making twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 on everyday folks every year. I mean, it's really why I wrote Fire Your Financial Advisor. When I wrote my Amazon bestselling book earlier at the beginning of this year, 
the motivation was when I was an attorney before I got into the Golden Reserve business, I saw Edward Jones statements all the time and I I, I was just shocked. Yeah. I was blown away. I couldn't get over how much they were charging. I, I just couldn't I couldn't figure out. I was like, do people understand? And then you would tell them, Hey, do you see this? You see this American fund? Do you see this? This is this is like twenty thousand dollars a year. And they're like, ah, oh, you know, chip's great. I go church with them. Wow. And you're like, holy moly, you haven't spent twenty thousand dollars on anything your entire life. And you give chip twenty thousand dollars a year to basically sell you American funds, mutual funds that everyone else gets. Mm-hmm. And those funds are like super expensive. And you're just you just scratch your head and you wonder how. And it's because the system was built on lack of transparency, hiding fees, and focusing on the wrong stuff. Because then Chip just at the end of the year says, look, hey, I made you 20 grand this year. And it's like, dude, it should have been 44 mm-hmm. if it wasn't for your fees. Mm-hmm. And that money and the way our minds work, compounding is such a hard concept. But in one year, it doesn't feel like a lot. But over five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years of that drippy faucet. It fills up a bathtub, Randy. It yeah. fills up a bathtub. And that's why every client, we, we won't work with them unless they do the fee filter. The fee filter breaks down, and we do it at no cost for everybody. They bring their statements in. We put them into our system. Our system and our software find the fees, spit them out for them, and then we share those as part of every roadmap because it's that important. They, they matter. And at Golden Reserve, we don't charge that 1% fee. We don't do the AUM stuff. We don't do any of those dances. We have a flat fee, Randy. We have a flat fee for all of our clients that includes our legal services, our tax services, and our financial services all in one. And it doesn't matter how many zeros are in your bank account, Randy. Everybody gets charged the same amount. Give us a call at Golden Reserve. Look us up on our website. That's a great place to start. When you find out that 40% of your retirement money, take a look at your balance right now. Now, take off 40% of that and just give it to somebody else. Is that what you want in your retirement? I can't believe that it is. You worked really hard for this. You want to use it for your retirement, for your fun, and your family. We call it a roadmap for retirement, and you can give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to fill in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. Again, 855-546-2074. 74. We're going to take a break. When we come back, somebody actually talked about health care and long-term care on TV. We've got to mark that day. That's next on Expedition Retirement. Nobody wants to think about it. Nobody wants to talk about it either. Long-term care, assisted living, home care, the nursing home. But with annual costs now regularly exceeding $100,000 and stays exceeding three years, this could be the largest risk to your life savings. Planning for long-term care is like buying homeowner's insurance. You don't plan on your house burning down, but we want to be ready if it does. We know retirees don't want to buy more insurance. So at Golden Reserve, we use our long-term care compass retirement tool that points to our team of elder care law attorneys. These attorneys leverage new legal tools like asset protection trusts to help protect the things that matter most to you and your family. To learn more about our long-term care compass, asset protection trusts, and other retirement tools, and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. 
Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Find us online at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we're here to help. We're here to listen. GetYourRoadmap.com. All right, watching a little TV, I was shocked because, you know, if you watch financial news, all you usually get is people talking about investments. They don't talk about taxes. They don't talk about fees. And they certainly don't talk about long-term care. But Robert Powell, who is a financial author for the website The Street, was actually talking about it and how to afford it, how to deal with it in your retirement years. Take a listen. In a recent article in Retirement Daily, financial advisor Ken Walter outlines the many ways you can pay for long-term care. The sources include financial assets, your home, annuities, second-to-die life insurance, and long-term care insurance. Bottom line, long-term care costs can be substantial, but if planned for and managed intelligently, don't need to bankrupt or frighten you. Okay, so we talk about this as perhaps being the biggest obstacle or boulder, as we call it, in your retirement and can take more money away than a stock market. He seems to kind of brush it off saying, hey, here's one, two, three, four, five. This is how you can do it. No problems. Your thoughts. This guy needs to stay in his lane. (laughs) Stay out of my lane, buddy. I own long-term care and retirement planning. Stick to just making up your best guesses for financial investment picking, Mr. Robert Powell. You are in for a world of hurt. Okay. You're now in Greg's world. (laughs) And he couldn't be any more wrong. Welcome to Thunderdome. (laughs) There is nothing you can do to, uh, in most circumstances, offset a devastating long-term care event. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do. For most people that have less than a million bucks, there's nothing you can do. A prolonged, you know, unless you're lucky enough, for someone that has around a million bucks, I mean, let's just lay it out, you know, the the sad situation we all know of, too. This isn't just a, a hypothetical. We all know this person that I'm about to describe. Someone gets diagnosed, they break a hip, they fall down, they go into, a, you know, a rehabilitative unit. Uh, they're on Medicare, and then they find what? They find early onset Alzheimer's, early onset dementia, and then they can't go home. And at that point, they have to go into a memory care unit. And the surviving spouse, no one knows how this works or, or, or oh, I guess Medicare is going to pay. But then they find out after about two months, if they're lucky, Medicare turns off in Ohio. And now they have to privately pay and they get their first $10,000 bill. And they go, what? I don't understand. Is it Medicare pays for this? No, it doesn't. Medicare does not pay for long-term care. And at least not for anything above the first 100 days. You know, the first 100 days is Medicare in Ohio built as a rehabilitative program to get people back on their feet and out the door. Now, when it comes to the next steps, people don't realize, what if that person is in the facility for five, six, 10 years at $100,000 a year? Yeah. You're telling me that, that you know, having some financial assets in a home are going to matter? They won't. Mm-hmm. That person is bankrupted. That surviving spouse that isn't in the nursing home is completely had their retirement compromised. And the best we can do is to mitigate it. We can't stop it. Now, people are going to say, what about long-term care insurance? No one can afford unlimited long-term care insurance anymore. No one buys it anymore. It's too cost prohibitive. You know, it, it just doesn't happen. And maybe if you're a million, the people that we work with, anyone that has less than two or three million bucks can't afford it. Yeah. Now, maybe if you're a multimillionaire, and at that point, you probably don't need to buy it anyways because you can self-insure is what he referred to. Mm -hmm. But there's no amount of income you can generate to offset $100,000 to $120,000, and it's only rising, right? When you In the 1980s, nursing homes were about $10,000 a year. Now they're $10,000 a month. Where do we think this is going? Because is it easier to get people to help work? Is it easier in America to get services and get people to help do these jobs? The answer is no. 
So that means you have to pay more, which means it's going to make it more expensive. These are things that are very problematic right now that we're trying to navigate as a as a country and as a state of Ohio of how do we, you know, have this huge baby boomer population? How are we going to service them? How are we going to support them when we see cognitive issues on all-time highs, Alzheimer and dementia cases? And, you know, 70% uh, of folks over the age of 65 will need some help aging. And, and, and these are the things that we lose sleep as an elder care law attorney, as my background, I can tell you that he's 100% wrong. You know, there's nothing we can do to, 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 to basically fully protect you. But what we can do is mitigate some of those issues. And most people don't want to buy long-term care insurance because it's too expensive or they can't qualify it. You know, the qualifications are getting harder and harder and the cost, the rates, they, they lock you in and then they start bumping them up. The John Hancock's, the One America's, the old Genworth policies, all of them, you know, the, the rates can go up year to year, which make them very, you know, people end up dropping them. I can't afford it to pay my premiums anymore. These are all things we see all the time. So a lot of times we use asset protection trusts. The attorneys at Ehler Stallings use these things to start shielding some of the assets. You can start moving your home, some of your investments. And what that does is that allows you to be eligible for government benefits faster. And um, that surviving spouse isn't impoverished. And when we start building plans like that, then we can help mitigate. We can't, we can't stop it. A, a terrible situation uh, will be a little bit less worse. And, and, and that's all we can hope for, Randy. And, and when we build those things, that's why every roadmap, you sit down with an estate planning and elder care law attorney, and maybe you already have a plan for long-term care. Well, then we talk about probate and taxes and other legal plans and your directives, your health care power, your financial power of attorney, your wills, your trusts. All of these things are so important. And a lot of times they're overlooked. That's why we brought our attorneys in-house to make sure that Golden Reserve has access to these attorneys for every case. And we get to sit down with them at no cost. So you can really kick the tire, see what you have, talk about what your goals are, and then we can modify those to address things like long-term care or probate or taxes, and, and, you know, with your real property or your family farm or whatever the case may be, because they're that important, Randy. And, and that piece of the bottom of Retirement Mountain gets overlooked by, by almost every financial advisor because all they care about are the investments. But what happens when you're gone? And all of the costs, the expenses, the tax consequences, all of those things can happen at the bottom. And they're very rarely effectively addressed by your retirement guide, which is why we did that. We were tired of seeing people's plans fall apart when they passed away, Randy. So that's why we made a proactive part of every roadmap for retirement. And it will be a part of your roadmap for retirement if you give us a call at Golden Reserve. If you have a family member that has gone into a memory care unit or has had to have uh, full-time care of some type, you know exactly what we're talking about. You want to avoid that for yourself, but you don't want to avoid this on your children And as far as paying for it is concerned. Give us a look on our website, which is getyourroadmap.com, or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. All right, just uh, closing the show today on a, uh, a survey from the Ohio State University. They have found that after the Buckeyes win, fans experience a two-day self-esteem high as they walk through their week. Monday and Tuesday after the Bucks win, they're feeling pretty good about themselves. And uh, I was just wondering if people feel the same way when they walk out of your office and <laughs> get a roadmap for retirement. Do they walk around with a little high for a while, or what do you say? Well, I'm going to break this into two pieces because I'm going to have to at least address the Buckeye statement. Okay. You know, I, right. I think that after, you know, it depends on who we're playing and how much we win by because Ohio State fans are, it's a tough order. Yeah. You you win 35 to 7 and you would think we'd lost to Youngstown State. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, people are, uh, are tough on their Buckeyes, right? Yeah. So you have to come out and deliver. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I get it, right? I mean, I 
remember New Year's being ruined when we got beat by Georgia. I mean, yeah. it ruined my entire New Year's Eve. It was an amazing day, an amazing night, amazing game. And my self-esteem was definitely bummed out. Mm-hmm. Like, it was probably one of the greatest football games I've ever watched yeah. and most exciting. And to have it not go our way definitely kind of takes some air out of your balloon. And I think that's how people feel about their retirement. If they go to a financial advisor and they're expecting a big, you know, hopefully feeling of elation and feeling like things are handled, if they just get some statement where they don't understand anything and they just realize, hey, here's a... Here's your, all your new investments, and here's three business cards to call for your taxes and your attorney, and uh, I'll see you next year. Mm-hmm. I think they probably feel a little bit like I felt after the Georgia game. Yeah, a little let down. <laughs> they feel a little let down, but I feel like if you go there and all of a sudden you're meeting attorneys and you have an internal CPA, we're taking care of your tax returns now, we're taking care of your tax plan to get money out of your IRA, we're going to you know reallocate your market you know risk, we're going to have an income, obviously, tent that will show you exactly what you're spending every year versus what you're bringing in so you can see where your money will be assuming a 5% return over the next 20 years. And I think that gives people confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think it gives them a little bit of breathing room. And, the, and they can they can take a deep breath and be like, these guys got me. Yeah, These guys and gals got me for the next 30 years. And I feel like, you know, we hear that a lot, which feels really good when people say, hey, this actually feels like we're finally talking about retirement, not just investments. And I always tell people, I hate to be, you know, because you don't want to scare people away. But then I know marketing hates when I say this, but like, Investments are the boring part. They're the easy part. Everybody ends up doing basically the same thing. They just call it different stuff, whether it be annuities or stock market or bonds or CD, whatever. I mean, they have everybody has their thing. And at the end of the day, you know, it, it's all salesmanship and booga 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 and <laughs> mumbo jumbo. And if if folks can do whatever they want to do in retirement, isn't that the whole goal? And it's like, why are we chasing numbers that don't matter and taking on more risk and having more heartache? for things that we don't need. So that's why we build the income tent. That's why it's so important to us. So when you think of our strategy, Randy, we start off protecting against market fees, taxes, and long-term care with the market flashlight, the fee filter, the long-term care compass, and then tax map. And once we get those four things, once we have your assets addressed and protected, then we build the income tent that shows you, hey, here's where your income is based on your current spending. We don't guess. We look what you did last year. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And then we project it with some holds for, you know, travel, whatever you tell us your traveling budgets are and what your, you know, maybe some healthcare uh, holders just in case. And then that shows you us right now, okay, here's what we need to be. And at the end of 20 years or 25 years, you'll have $500,000 left over. I'm like, wow, that sounds like a lot. It is. You should spend more. And that, those are the kind of conversations we have, but it also drives our investment philosophy. Our, we have our golden portfolio system, our GPS, and it has four components, right? We have the safe, you know, we have the growth, we have the income, and we have the liquid. And those are the four pillars, and we fill them up. And you you, you can choose the allocations uh, of what you want, and we'll, we'll have our recommendations. But once we fill those four pillars up, we fill up those four pillars based on your income tent. And based on your roadmap protection plan, Randy, and when we put all those three things together, it's a pretty tasty recipe, man. It, it is easy. It's an auto drive. It is cruise control time where you can start relaxing and enjoying retirement, knowing that there's nothing, there's no variables that we don't know. Like when most people have their money in the market, Randy, it could lose 50% next yeah. year. Like yeah. no one knows. Mm-hmm. Where when you know you're not going to lose any money for the majority of your assets, it changes everything on how you start living your life. And that's what we want people to do. We want to make life the exciting part and the investments the boring part. You are going into retirement not long from now, and you might be going in with a lot of anxiety. One of the reasons you've got all that anxiety is you don't have a plan to go through it. You don't know where the money is, what the purpose of it is. Are you covered for all these things that we talk about here on the show? Let's have that conversation. We call it a roadmap for retirement. 
Everybody gets one at no charge. Give us a call or just start at our website, getyourroadmap.com. Pretty easy. Getyourroadmap.com or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We'd love to be able to help you out. We hope you have a great weekend and we hope you will join us again here next time on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve Retirement, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not liable licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve Retirement LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC. NPN number 1654111.